0: Lifelock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated US-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let Lifelock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on Lifelock Ultimate Plus at Lifelock.com/slash aware. Terms apply.
1: Guys, we're all trying to eat better, but healthy breakfast doesn't have to be boring. Magic Spoon has the most amazing flavors that you will love, but without all the bad stuff. And it's amazing as a midnight snack. Right
2: before bed? Zero grams of sugar? 13 to 14 grams of protein and only 4 net grams of carbs in every serving. Only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free and low-carb.
1: And you can build your own box. Available flavors to build your very own custom bundle are cocoa,
2: fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream and maple waffle. Go to magicspoon.com forward slash onion to grab a custom bundle of cereal and start your new year off right. And be sure to use our promo code onion at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they refund your money, no questions asked. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for
0: sponsoring this episode. Harmonize with me and
1: hold me tight all through the night. You're shining bright. I'm your oyster, baby. You're my pearl. Hey you Tom. Hi. Here
2: we are. We're back. Hey, you found that jumper you lost that last week? I did. I lost it, and it's my favourite jumper. And uh, I thought I'd left it here like months ago, but then I found it in my 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 cupboard, my wardrobe. You look you look cuddly in that. Lovely and cuddly. I went right to the back of the wardrobe. My dog was there mm. sleeping and I went further back, ended up Narnia.
1: <laughs> Supposedly dogs and cats love their humans' wardrobes because the olfactory mm. situation in there, the stench oh, or
2: smell yeah. of their owner is pungent in the wardrobe oh. and they love it. Well, that's the first time I've ever seen Bobby in there. Right. But uh, it was nice to see him in there. He was enjoying himself. We took him yesterday to a restaurant. He was very well behaved, wasn't he? He's very well behaved in restaurants. You mm. can take him anywhere, Bob. Mm. How's your week been? Anything stand out? Anything specific? Somebody was very uh, very aggressive and not very nice on League of Legends to me this uh. week. It was a Lulu. Oh, Lulu's usually nice and no. sweet. She's a little pixie. I know, but she says I was one of the worst players she'd ever seen. Well, that's terrible. We don't need any of that stuff. <laughs> um, Other than that, Dom, things have been good. Actually, the weather's been nice. Uh, yeah, it's been all right. No, not nothing really to report. What about you?
1: Try to think. Not a huge amount has been going on with me either. My garden's waking up, so lots of <clears throat> spring kind of plants yep. uh, peeking their heads up above the soil, which is always nice to nice. see got a few more animals I have got myself a baby praying mantis well done I've got a Jerusalem cricket lovely three whip scorpions three of the best and three pods. yeah three whips nothing nothing like it I went to an insect convention in Pomona no. which were, were was they fun. just signing things yeah they're all just hanging out with each other uh, people selling stuff people talking about insects and reptiles and stuff what I like about those things is similar to any of these other conventions that we've been to everyone's Everyone loves those animals, so you're now in a group of people that all feel good things about those creatures. So you're hearing stuff like, oh, what
2: a beautiful spider, what what a cool snake, that's a great lizard, instead of, ew, what's that? Oh, "Ooh, that's scary, you know? Yeah, unless somebody's went to a convention by accident and dressed as, like, Doctor Who or something. Yeah, and they get terrified. Yeah. And my car drove me there because I have a self-driving car now, don't I? Self-driving cars. Now, we'll talk about that another week, but... That, that is a whole thing to get into. That's crazy. changing the world, is it not? Yeah, it is.
1: It's crazy. And also, it will probably, in the next 20 or 30 years or so, start to really alleviate traffic around the world because a self-driving mm. car will make decisions to stop you from being in a traffic jam, whereas we know most traffic jams are uh, created by someone hitting the brake aggressively and then someone else... Yeah, so the same.
2: Yeah. Or people so, changing lanes all the time. And they don't need to. They don't need to, Dom. Just to get four seconds ahead of where they were. But that self-driving car won't do that. So hopefully it's it is changing the world in a great
1: way. And it's an electric car and all that kind of stuff. Hey, we have some housekeeping to Come do. on, Dom. Let's let's do it. Peeling the onion. Um please keep sending in your uh, suggestions as to where to put the swear words in each uh, Lord of the Rings film because we're continuing to hear some very fun ones there. But we wouldn't... (laughs) (coughs) I love that thing. That's great. But we would just like to reach out to whoever last week sent us the Momofuku Chili Crunch, which we used on Billy and Dom Eat the World. We ate half a jar. We loved it. We do not have
2: the name of said person and we'd like to say thank you for that. So please. I've been thinking of thanking out. that person all week because it was absolute to the point, my sister was listening to the podcast and she tried to order some mm. and it's been sold out, Dom. Oh. Probably because of the podcast. Yeah. Because it was so delicious.
1: And we'd love to have the person, the chef who makes the Momofuku Chili Crunch on the podcast. So if you're around, madam or sir, and you'd like to be on the podcast, we'd like to have you too. Also, you have a great story about a gift that was sent to us about a bracelet. Dom, hold on. Come on, tell us about that. Keep talking, Dom. Okay, so last week, (sighs) Billy and I opened up these, are they called emergency bracelets? Well, I
2: can't remember. This is another thing because (laughs) sadly, me and Dom opened this and not someone in the cast office. And we... we obviously are very thankful but we lost the letter and someone made these (laughs) wonderful bracelets if you're on youtube you could probably see that Mm. if you're just listening then it's a sort of bracelet made from one piece of rope Mm. and it sort of you know braided like you know a young horse's mane great and then it's got a really cool clasp on it and you can wear it as a bracelet just thus yes and uh, But I was like, why is it an emergency? When are you going to use it as an emergency thing? Yeah. And I was going to look it up, but I didn't. And then my son went surfing in the morning. I picked him up with like some, you know, trousers and stuff that he can wear at school. And he said, did you bring my belt? I didn't bring his belt. And his trousers are quite big. That's he does the way like they, the baggy pants. The you? young people wear baggy them. Baggy trousers. Down. There's, There's trousers. no way they're staying up without a belt. And he's like, I can't wear these. And I went, hold on. I've got an emergency bracelet and key ring in the back of the car here. I got the key ring. I unraveled because it was an emergency. Yeah. I unraveled the rope of the key ring and it was enough to make him a belt. See? So we really want to say thank you to the people who sent us the emergency bracelets and key rings, but me and Tom have sadly lost the letter. So please, if you send us something, send us an email as well, so that we can um, we can look that up. But thank you very much. You saved you saved the day and you saved my son's dignity. He didn't <sighs> stroll around all day with his pants at his ankles.
1: Yes, that's true. And uh, yeah, we very much appreciate you guys sending us stuff that we can use on the podcast. And if you'd like to send us stuff, the address is... Ooh, let's see if Dom gets this right. I don't think we've ever done this before. No, that can't be right. No, that's not right. I've got the wrong one.
2: But if you do want to send us an email, you can do that at thefriendshiponion at castmedia.com. That's a cast with a K. The address for The Friendship Onion
1: is one. For 80 Vine Street, Los Angeles, California, 90028. If you just put in a little bit of information uh, about
2: whatever you're sending to us, we can uh, shout you guys out on the show. Love it. Or send us a voicemail at speakpipe.com forward slash the friendship onion. Now, as we're peeling the onion and looking back at uh, last week's episode and weeks before, Don, there is a, a little bit of embarrassment for uh, Johnny Clues. Is there? Yeah. Okay. Oh uh, Johnny Clues is well known uh, for his incredible Lord of the Rings uh, quizzes. Mm. And uh, the questions that, you know, need to be answered. Mm. Hence, Johnny Clues. Dom, Ooh. you get one of the questions wrong again. Really? Yeah. Last week's mm. quiz with the lovely sisters. Audrey and Ali. Now, I can't remember who won. Out of Audrey and Ali. But I tell to you say what, Allie, but it might have been, been Ali, but it should have been Audrey because uh, one of the questions was who is Mary first cousins to? Mm. And uh, Johnny Clues uh, told us it was uh, Frodo. And to be honest, Tom, we are Mary and Pippin and we should have known, to be honest. And especially with John's uh, history and uh, getting things right. In the, in the, but it was actually Pippin as his first cousin. Which I think was her guess. It was her guess. So actually, Audrey won. Yeah, we've failed you, ladies. So Sorry. From Mississippi. We'd like to send you both a t shirt, and we will. Mm. Just get back Mark in touch down, with you. Mark that down, John. Mark that down. Two t shirts. He's you're, looking, he looks quite embarrassed. You're both, yeah, he looks sheepish. Yeah, very sheepish. You're both winners.
1: Um... Well we've got a but couple. But one of you is more a winner than the other. Yeah, that's true. One of you actually has <laughs> one and the other one has come second.
2: Dom, did you know that two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35? Wow. Is
1: that is that right? Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm I come from England, come from Manchester where hair for men is very important. Oh. And you know, if I'm gonna start losing some of it, maybe I might go in the direction of keeps. Because Keeps offers a simple,
2: stress-free way to keep your hair. Oh, yes. Convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't even have to leave the house. Low cost. Treatments start at $10 a month, Dom. And Keeps offers generic versions. Mm, They also have discreet packaging and
1: proven results. Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors prevention
2: is key. Treatments can take four to six months to see results. So act fast. Act now. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to com slash onion to receive your first month of treatment for free. Wow. That's com slash onion to get your first month free. com slash onion.
1: This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness
2: or preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break
0: sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com records.
3: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about
0: anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
2: There is a broad range of expertise available, which may not
1: be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit
2: in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today.
1: Visit betterhelp.com onion, that's better H-E-L-P and join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced
2: professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. Special offer for the Friendship Onion listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com. Slash onion. Billy and Dom eat the world. You join us here in
1: the no expenses uh, spent studio for Billy and Dom eat the world. And today, we're not only uh, drinking the world, but we also have a guest with us, Mr. Daniel Whittington, who created these fine whiskies. He did not create them. He's just going to tell
2: us about them. Ah, I've ruined it already. Daniel, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's lovely to have you on. I've been listening to your podcast or watching it on YouTube, actually, and I really enjoy it. I do occasionally enjoy a whiskey, and it's good to get educated on it. So um, thank you very much for that, Daniel. Daniel, as we read
1: out a little bio about how you got into the world of whiskies. Is there one of these particular whiskies that you would think is a good introduction to this world? A classic Let's laddie. start with
3: the Brook Lottie Lottie. Would it be okay if uh, I pour
1: you is... a wheat dram? Oh, I'd love that. Now listen, Billy. Billy's quite an expert in whisky, so you tell me how
2: much bills. Just a bit more than a splash. Well, give it, give it a good swig. Oh, there you go. Lovely. Lovely. Look at that, Tom. Just while you read that out, I'm
1: just going to smell it. I'm not going to taste it. Okay, now I'll read some stuff out about Daniel, and then Daniel, you can tell us about the the classic laddie. Daniel Whittington, our lovely guest, spent 18 years as a full-time studio and touring musician before moving back to Austin, Texas, and diving headfirst into business education and the world of whiskey with an E, and we'll get into that in a second. Daniel is currently the Chancellor of Wizard Academy, a business school of entrepreneurs. He's also the founder of Whiskey Marketing School based out of the Wizard Academy. He's the co-founder of Crowded Barrel Whiskey Company, the world's first crowdsourced whiskey distillery, and the Whiskey Tribe, the world's most engaged online whiskey community. He co-hosts two of the largest whiskey YouTube channels in the world, the Whiskey Vault and the Whiskey Tribe. He's also the founding member of the Texas whiskey association and currently serving as its president whoo i'm gonna need a drink after that cheers there we go yeah, <laughs> yes. cheers Slangevar.: daniel are you drinking the same no. as us are you drinking the classic laddie
2: of course i am all it's right let's try it well actually before i try it here's my first question i've got from yes. you uh, daniel uh, you may have noticed i'm a scotsman and therefore know what? everything there is to know about whiskey and golf that's right. Just, just in the DNA. It's <laughs> just in the DNA. But yeah. when I have a malt, is this a malt whiskey? Yeah. Whenever These I are have all malt. a single malt whiskey, whenever I have a malt whiskey, I always put a little dash of water in it.
3: Yes. Now, is That's that, the right thing to do. Is it the right thing? So, well, so here, so we always say uh, the definition of good whiskey is whiskey you like, full uh-huh. stop. Right? And the right way to drink it is however you want. Second stop, and the right glassware is one that doesn't leak. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's I like all. It. Now you will uh, find whiskey professionals will always have water, a water back with whiskey, and they'll add it in increments to sort of open up and and uh, access what's in there. Now, so, yeah, that's very common. I've been with Billy, who the entire
1: time that I've known him has had a little couple of dashes of water in his whiskey. I've been with Billy on nights out where when he's put water in his whiskey, people have gone, no, no, what are you doing? And Billy said, that's how you're <laughs> supposed to drink whiskey. And they've gone, no, that's sacrilege, that's sacrilege. I guess it's different yeah. in different parts of the world, right? But as a Scotsman, telling a Scotsman how to drink whiskey is a little cheeky. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> you around. won't often see that in the US. Uh, in the US, you're not going to see as much with bourbon and things like that. They'll just be drinking it typically. Um, but uh, that's primarily because there's a lot more column distillation versus pot still distillation. But that's a super nerdy level of production. Wow. This is uh, what so we want in, to get into yeah, yeah. today, Daniel.
2: We want to dive yeah. deep
1: into the, the right. nerddom of whiskey. And I think my first question for you, Daniel, and hopefully this also helps out the, the listeners and the watchers back home what is whiskey? What is it? Ah, That's a good, well, well done. Well, thanks. It's alcohol, yeah. but what? what? Let's start
3: from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, legally, it has to start with grain. So mm. you can't start like a moonshiner with uh, sugar to help get the fermentation going or any other things, right? So it has to be grain and, uh, and then it has to be fermented and then distilled in some fashion and then put into oak barrels and then aged. And uh, depending on the country, there are small changes to each of those steps, but that's basically it: the grain, is fermented, distilled, barrel aged.
1: Oh, Billy, let me just—it's a very quick Go question. On, please. If someone, if someone were to come along at that point and investigate right. said whiskey company and noticed, ah, you didn't distill it in the way that we expected you to in in the whiskey fashion, or you didn't casket in the
3: way that you we expect you to
1: would they not be allowed to call it a whiskey and what could they then what would they then call it
3: well it depends on the country well so i'll go with america yeah but um uh there's only i mean distillation is distillation that's just the separation of of alcohol and various chemicals Mm, yeah so you you either distill or you don't there's not right so that's a set thing yeah but In the U.S., if you add something other than grain before you ferment, it's no longer a whiskey. It's a a distilled spirit specialty or maybe a rum or maybe depending on what you're using, right? Um, If you age it in something other than oak, then it's not a a fundamental whiskey category. There's a category in the U.S. that's called distilled spirit specialty, which is a catch-all for we don't know what to do with this. Right, and so there's a lot of stuff that just falls into the what is that? Oh, something. It's alcohol. So whiskey always distilled, yeah. always aged in oak. In oak, traditionally, yeah, for okay. it to follow all of the rules. My, right. this my, is fantastic. This by the, the way, lovely. just
1: to, just to, it's this a, is it's a smooth whiskey.
3: Oh. By the way, this one is from Isla. Right now, I love this one. Not only is Bruichladdich one of my favorite distilleries, but this is, typically Isle is known for smoky yeah. whiskey, right? Laphroaig and, you know, Kalila and Ardbeg. Ardbeg These just yeah. hefty, punch you in the throat kind of. And I love that, but this is an unpeated whiskey. So it's from a territory famous for smoke, but there's no smoke barley smoky at all, no. in this. No. Wow. And so been, you do d- get that sort of like light briny freshness. That's a very beautiful. Late
1: touch. And as we can see from yeah. this bottle, I'll put a little close up on this side here in my camera. There you go. But in this particular whiskey, there is not an E. It is spelt without an E. And my lovely yeah. father today pointed out that a whiskey spelt without the E is from Scotland, and all, all other whiskies that include an E are not from the incredible country of Scotland, where you come from. Yeah, I was born there. What yes. a fantastic place. <laughs> Johnny, yeah, could you bring in it, a receptacle yeah. that, where we could uh, put spent whiskey? Otherwise, we're going to get drunk and yeah, we, we have right to drive to home.
3: Olivia? I will tell you, the, the E, no E thing, ironically, yeah. while most American whiskeys will lay themselves with an E, in the legal beverage code in America, it's spelled with no E.
2: Oh, is it? So where did the yeah, E so, come I mean, from?
3: Well, it was, I mean, Ireland did it first ah. uh, to differentiate, differentiate their product on the market. right? And then because so much of American roots went back to Irish uh, connections, they sort of took that spelling along with it.
2: Brilliant. I'm going to keep on this one just now until we talk a bit more about this one.
1: Let's talk a little bit more about this one. Would, would you say in, in terms of the the whiskies that you represent. This is this is the best entry level whiskey. Does it get a little m- more
3: specific? No, these here? are for for the three that you have mm. that I sent for this. Uh, the I would I would order it Lottie, which we just did, and then the twelve on your far left, and then the Cask Anamu, which is the middle, because mm. okay. that's a special edition of theirs. Mm.
2: Let me have a yeah. look at that again so why why is this one um because whenever i think of an Islay whiskey i do think of that oh that is a lot as soon as you smell it and i right. thought that was because of the peat up there so it is. therefore i thought well you can't make a whiskey without that
3: yeah so how so do they just do the that the heating process so what happens with grain is you have to malt the barley and these are all 100% barley that's a malt Right. right it's all barley so ah. no corn no wheat it's just barley and traditionally and historically all of the whiskey coming out of ireland and scotland was smoky
2: mm-hmm,
1: right because
3: what happens is you have to ferment it i mean ferment you have to malt it which is this process that we won't go totally into no. but it sure. allows the the grain to open up and be accessible to the yeast so it can convert into alcohol mm-hmm. now uh, to freeze that process you have, they would heat it to freeze the process. And traditionally in Scotland, what are you going to do when you need to heat something? You're going to burn peat,
2: right? Oh, it so it comes the, from that
3: that's firewood and that's where it comes from. Well, around about the advent of gas heating and ways of heating things other than burning logs mm. or burning peat bricks, all of a sudden that became a flavor choice. And so now it's done because you want that flavor, but not because you have to. Right. So now you can just you can dry malted barley uh, you know, with just a, any kind of heat that you can get, electrical heat or gas heating, or, and you won't have any smoke in it. And that's what you're drinking with this. It's a hard time for hiring. You need a hiring partner
1: built for hard times. That's Indeed.
2: If you're hiring, you need Indeed. Because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Mm. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find
1: candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process. Find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments and
2: virtual interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description. And you can invite them to apply right away. Plus, you only pay for quality applications that meet your must-have requirements. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes
1: hiring all in one place so easy. You don't have to search for potential employees. They come to you, and Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites
2: combined, according to Talent Nest. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash valid. Through March 31st. Go
1: to Indeed.com/slash Onion to claim your $75 credit before March 31st.
2: Indeed.com slash onion. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire, you need Indeed. Today's episode is sponsored by Honey. I love Honey because I like a bargain. And I can't be bothered going and finding coupon codes and all that. No. Honey will find it for you. Get it in and you save the money. Thanks to Honey. Manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Mm, honey is the free
1: shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one to fit your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. They range from sites that
2: have tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. Imagine you're shopping in one of your favourite sites. Yeah. When you go to checkout, the Honey button drops down and all you have to do is... Click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. If Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices
1: drop. That's fantastic. I mean, I like saving money as much as the next and man. Oh. And like you said, sometimes you'll see something online, you think, yeah, I like the look of that, but I'd like it to be a little bit cheaper.
2: You put your little coupon code in, it's cheaper straight away. That's what Honey does. Amazing. Honey has found its over 17 million members over... billion in savings. Wow. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. Mm, And you know me, Bills, I'd never
1: recommend something I don't use. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash onion. That's joinhoney.com slash onion.
2: And is that the point in the process where they spread it all out sort of on, on the ground?
3: Yeah, that's the malting floor. That's where they're malting it and turning that's, it with shovels and it's things amazing. like that. Yeah. I once yeah, went, not very many places do that anymore. That's, if you can go to one, go to it. I think, it was, I,
2: think I saw it in um, uh, Balveni. Yeah. They, they do it there, I'm sure.
3: And usually they'll have like a percentage of their malt they do themselves like that, and then they'll mix it with bulk produced malt because you won't be able to keep up with the production needs doing it all by a shovel these days. Mm.
2: So that's incredible. That is that would be what I would like in a whiskey. I don't like it when it's too. Oh my god, it's just it's like hard work. Mm. Try to drink some of those guys, (laughs) but um, that's amazing to hear that it's through heating. I thought it was somehow the water going through. Somehow you, all Ailey whiskies no, and, had to be like that.
3: No, you would think that even the water going through the limestone or the yeah. that grain bed that they're sourcing that would bring smoke into it, but it really doesn't. It doesn't make it through the process. So, what, so why unless you smoke the grain? Excuse me, Daniel. I'm sorry, I interrupted you there.
1: Um why why whiskey for you, Daniel? Why not vodka? Why not rum? I mean there's obviously Well, because vodka doesn't varieties. taste like anything.
3: Well, oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, rum is uh, is I haven't been able to get into rum. There's this sort of metallic note to rum that always throws me a little, and it's mm. just not my preference. Mm. I, do, I was into whiskey originally because it was easy, and I could get Irish whiskey when I was touring anywhere. I knew I could get my hands on decent Irish whiskey. And then one day, my dad poured me uh, a scotch called morn 16. It's from the Longmorn distillery, and uh, it was, a turns out, almost impossible to get single malt from a distillery that rarely, rarely released their own single malt. They usually go into blends and I took one sip of it and my whole world went, Oh, this is what's possible in a drink. Wow! There's all this experience of adventure and change and flavors. Mm. And that was it. That was no looking back after that.
2: So now you are, if you don't mind the saying, a high level, Give me a help with a word. Somali. Somalia. 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 Oh, well, whiskey
3: Somalia, yeah. Yeah, yeah we wow. started that school. And wow. uh, we pulled in the training from the wine Somalia programs and things like that and then partnered it with marketing training. So for the and, layman uh, out
1: there, yeah. what, what is yeah. a Somalia, both in, both in uh, any kind of alcoholic beverage that you could talk in,
3: about? Any, in a general sense, Somalia these days is being used as a synonym for an expert in like a food industry yeah. thing. Uh, uh, origins are all wine. Now you, I've seen wine, uh, water sommelier guy. There's yeah, a guy's a chocolate yeah, sommelier, that. right? Wow. They're all over the place. But effectively, it just means a very knowledgeable expert, quote unquote, in a specific category.
2: And like these great wine sommeliers, do you think you could drink a whiskey and narrow it down to certainly an area, yeah. or even yeah. get it to a?
3: We do this for fun every week, a couple times a week. So on my campus, we have a room with over 3,000 unique whiskeys in it. Wow. And periodically when we get a couple hours and we're basically done for the day, a handful of us will roam in there and someone will go into the room, pull and pour something and hand it to you. And then you've got to try to figure out what it is. Really? Every once in a while, I can guess the distillery. Wow. And what it is, but it's really only pattern recognition. So I have to be really familiar with that one. I can usually get it down to the base grain or the region of the world where it's coming from or how they're aging it. Amazing.
2: Mm-hmm. And I love yeah. I love your uh, idea, which I've seen in wine as well, that there's no good or bad. It's really just what you like. Mm. But yep. I like when you guys do that thing yep. where you, you you get the, the, the flavors you know what is it is it
3: caramel is it let's do that oh, on
2: this yeah and see if we get yeah, what it do you right smell? Or,
3: so here's what you're going to want to do when you do this right don't try to understand what you think should be in a whiskey just ask yourself what does this remind me of right yeah. that's it just only ask yourself that question
2: my drunk uncle
3: Done. (laughs) Did he work? Did he wear a cologne? (laughs) Yeah. Aramis. (laughs)
2: There we go. (laughs) No, here we go. Right, I'm going to say caramel because I can definitely smell caramel
3: there. That will be in every whiskey because that's one of the primary chemicals that show up in the interaction between oak and grain distilled ah, spirits. Okay, yeah.
1: I have to admit, I'm getting a strong, toasted like vanilla, strong smell of whiskey more than anything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: um, that's very accurate. Come on, come I on, Don. What
2: you get? There's sweetness. There's a, a sugar, like yeah, like a
3: The Direction of honey. Yeah, yeah. Like a honey. Oh, I've got two now, Don. Mm, it's
1: nice that. Now that you say it, although that might just be a suggest- suggestion. Come
3: no. On to well, okay, so you can't, there is such a thing as like uh, something pop in your head because someone said it and you mm. recognize it. You'll never be able to power a suggestion something that's 100% not there. Mm. What,
2: what about, I'm, I could be wrong here, but I'm getting a citrus.
3: Yes. What I was going to say is add an orange peel to that, like you would on a cocktail where you have like three a little twisted orange peel. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah,
2: I've got an amazing nose. I think it's just the Scotsman and the whiskey. Thing. No, it's not. I've got an is. incredible <laughs> nose. That's why I can never get too close
1: to Dom. He's got a strange. So. I <laughs> do have a stench. Yeah, I was going to say, don't invite Billy to the room with three thousand whiskeys because it, it will not. <laughs> yeah. It will not. End, it will not end well.
3: Um, Challenge accepted. The uh, the uh, there's a bit on. of a like a damp. I don't know if you oh, have any experience oh. with farms, but there's a bit of a damp grain nose in this one for me oh, that I really yeah. love because it's a little bit younger malt comparatively. I think this one tends to be in the 6 to 8 range somewhere in there. Um, I'm not sure which Brooklady doesn't try to recreate the identical whiskey every time. Uh-huh. What they try to do is get in the, in the same profiles if you loved this before in the next batch you're going to love it again. And it's definitely like you know 90% there but they embrace batch variations. I love that. Because they're smaller, so they know that you know, we're just trying to aim to this same thing, but it's going to be slightly different each time. We can we, can em- we move
1: we on to another one? We must just embrace to see the, the things we cannot change. Exactly. We must. Yeah, exactly. Yes, let's move on. We're going right, to. I've only got a because we're both driving. Unfortunately, Daniel, we've only I'm, allowed uh, to drive. I'm, take I'm a getting of a lift now.
3: <laughs> from anyone. i just walk outside. <laughs> uh, I'll uh, take me
1: to the west side of LA. I'll
3: steer. Now let's do this backwards. Do the middle one next. This one, Daniel. Which is, yeah, with the seal which on is, so. uh Yeah, the cask animo.
1: Okay. Now, do you splash want splash Splash. Do you want to tell us anything about this, or should we just go blind?
3: Uh, oh, I tell Christ. you what. Let's go blind.
1: It's darker. I'll so, with right no
3: knowledge side. of what's in here, All go right. back this time. And ask yourself that same question again. And what you're going to ask not only what do I remember or what do I recognize or what does it remind me of, yeah. you're also going to ask how is this different from the one that I just had?
2: And I know from watching your YouTube that uh, it's hard to do whiskey after whiskey. Really, you should only do one whiskey. That's what they do, or they try one per episode because the more you get into
3: it, you forget what you've done. And yeah, because you're an No,
2: no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and the good news is A B comparison is one of the best ways to understand something. Oh uh, right? great. Because okay, it'll, so here we go. It'll highlight variations.
2: Ooh, oh, completely different, John. Oh, that's totally different. That yeah.
1: that feels much more like a a serious, you know, kind of older gentleman or lady whiskey. Something to be taken. Yeah, it's darker. So you
2: are you seeing tobacco? Do you get tobacco
1: tobacco in there? Tobacco
3: might be a good shout. It's a a little bit
1: more, the the, the taste is a little bit more complicated.
3: A
2: darker honey, like a really. A dark,
3: yeah. Think of it as, um, maybe start heading the way as like a toasted almond. Yeah, yeah. honeyed almonds
1: or. That's interesting that you said that because I was going to say burnt toast, but I didn't want to offend you. Like a slightly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Islamic now, okay, that's sort of oh, you're getting funky. Oh, I'm getting, I'm drunk. That's why. Sulfur.
3: Sulfur. You're getting oh, what falls really? into the category of a sulfuric toasted almond, right? Now, the, that's coming from the sherry cask. And there's another. Ah, so there's, that,
1: I was going to ask. That's the difference. It's in a different cask. Yeah. Same method, different casking.
3: Yeah. There's a. Yeah, there's a, they both there's, have a blend, but this one's relying more on sherry cask. Sherry. There is, is
2: a. There's an overpowering not not incredibly pleasant smell of like an old like a dishcloth oh. that you've washed yeah. the dishes with too much what is that
3: yeah. that is that same is that, that the uh, I attribute that one to that mustiness of the sherry cast, the sherry barrels
2: musty, musty. that's it it's yeah. like it's been like la- you got something damp and then you left it but it's not yep. it's not totally unpleasant but it's like it's quite overpowering
3: yeah, you almost described it as as rich. Yeah. Right? Oh. Like this is this is like, you know, elbow pads and leather armchairs and absolutely Let's spin have a matches lighting Excellent. your pipe tobacco.
1: Now is is whiskey the first country known to have created. Is whiskey You better yeah. go here. Is, <laughs> is Scotland <laughs> the first country to be attributed with
3: creating whiskey? So there is no like Absolutely guaranteed. This is who did it first. Now, the first that it showed up in writing was in Ireland, ah. right? In 1405. Wow. And it was in a it was in a record of basically the historical record of a clan, where they said that this guy drank himself to death, <laughs> and it was and it was due to the the water of life. Wow. Right. Ishkaba. And uh, now that was not what we were drinking. Right, uh, this like cask aging and all that kind oh, of yeah. stuff that's that's in the last two hundred three hundred you know they're years. drinking
1: fire water, yeah they're
3: drinking basically patchine, yeah if you've ever pachin, had like yeah. just anything they could ferment, grain mostly, but sometimes other things, usually clear, uh not fancy, but it that's the closest to it, and then almost a hundred years later, it shows up in writing in Scotland for the first time, right and of course, <laughs> it shows up in effectively a bookkeeper's report. Really? For, oh, yeah. Yeah, but which basically, it was the, um, it's the tax record for like, hey, this guy, we gave him X amount. There was a fryer. We gave him X amount barley to make whiskey with. Right. Oh,
2: talking about ta- uh, tax. Tarts? Oh, God. We need to stop soon. No, sorry. Really? Tax, one of my favorite things in the world is the the phrase for the little bit of whiskey in the barrel that you don't pay tax on do you know what that's called you did tell me this once the angel share
3: isn't
1: yeah. that brilliant <laughs> yeah.
3: that's because it evaporates into the air mm. yeah so for like 20 yeah. percent of the
2: barrel you don't pay tax on it because that's the angel share love that yeah
3: because it's gone it doesn't exist anymore
2: and you played in bands all your life I I yeah. my first band was called The Angels here.
3: Oh, that's great. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well now we know where it all went.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well Daniel, let me ask you this because I'm sure there'd be quite a few viewers and listeners out there that might be interested in in this. If if someone out there watching the show had a kind of two week break in their work and they were heading to Scotland, do you yeah. know of kind of three or four distilleries that they should absolutely hit up if they tour in Scotland.
3: That one's so tough. Yeah, I'm sure. Um head up to Spayside, right? So up to like, you know, Aberdeenshire or, you know, up in the and and there's within a stone's throw, there's thirty options. Mm -hmm. Right. And so you can just sort of like live up there. Mm -hmm. Now, I would always try to book a chunk of two or three days where you could go down to Isla and stay on the island and just be there. Yeah. Right. I mean, Isla's not very populated. What they've got more sheep than people. Was it sort of something like 3,000 people and 1,500 committees? Right. <laughs> so, uh, but so, I mean, that's probably what I would. I mean, there's so many you could go up north, but you're only going to have a handful. You can go to the west coast, but you're only going to be able to bounce off a handful. So, if you wanted to maximize your time, head right into the heart, you know, and start in Edinburgh, and um, and then then book some time in Islay, definitely.
2: Yeah, right. this the space sides are, are all have always been my favorite, and then
3: yeah. the Islay is what, known.
2: That's the whiskey. Yeah, this is a space. That's what this is. Mm. Space This yeah. came from uh, when I was working a lot in theatre, working mm. in Glasgow and Edinburgh, and there's two great great, great theatres in Edinburgh called the Lyceum and the Traverse. Yeah. I was working so much in both of them that I ended up, I thought, I'm just going to live in Edinburgh. So I Mm. found this uh, apartment with like five bedrooms uh, that was owned by a man called uh, David Campbell, who was a Scottish Mm. storyteller. And his job was basically to go around schools and stuff and tell the stories of, you know, how this mountain was there because of two witches that fought and, but you know, all the <laughs> right. folk tales and tales about whiskey. And, and we would sit at night and he his favorite was Balvenie, 15-year-old Balvenie. Yeah. And he'd open a bottle of that and we'd tell stories and discuss Shakespeare and sing songs. And it's oh, one yeah. of the greatest parts of my life. And whoever was in those five bedrooms... It might have been a touring musician one week and then the next week it was a, a puppet maker and, and they'd all come into this front room and we'd drink whiskey and talk about these things and it was See, it was incredible. That's the
3: real value of whiskey. The, the real, there was a, um, a movie that you could watch called Neat and it's a story of Kentucky bourbon, but um, Freddie is a really famous figure in Kentucky bourbon. He talked about in that uh, how he one time pulled, and I'm going to butcher his story, he does it so well, Mm. he he pulled a really fancy whiskey that's really hard to get from his the distillery he worked with and he poured it for his brother and his dad and he poured them just a little you know just a yeah. little bit and his dad said what are you doing and he said well this is like this is a really rare whiskey you know and his dad said no we are the fragile part of this equation there will always be more whiskey
2: that's brilliant
3: and that's, I, that's the, the purpose of whiskey. At the end, sure, it's fun to nerd out on it, and of course, it's lovely to drink. And if you're a nerd like I am, you really enjoy the nerding out on it. Yeah. But the, at the end of the day, it's a, it's social lubrication yeah. for relationship and storytelling. Yeah. And a better life, you know. Storytelling. And, uh, that's yeah. That, yeah. I
2: really?
1: was in
3: Glasgow
1: a long time ago. Now one of the one of the trips that I went up to Glasgow I was talking to Billy about whiskey telling him I wasn't quite sure what particular whiskey I liked or what worked for me. And Billy said, well, let, let's do a test. Let's do a blind test. And he pulled out, I think, five or six different whiskies from different parts mm-hmm. of Scotland. And he said, he'll keep an eye on what he's pouring me, but I won't know. And we'll work out what you like. And I think I ended up on
3: Winnie. Is that I that think, right? yeah, Dalwhinnie yeah. Oh, yeah. Loved, loved one it. of the smallest distilleries in Scotland, is, I it. think. But really high up there. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. a really and great
1: smooth one. smooth and lovely. Very smooth,
3: yeah. Yeah. Well, it's got a lot
1: of honeysuckle. Mm, yeah, I think I like it a little bit easier to taste on the palate when it gets too intense. It's not not quite my thing. But this, was, this is a yeah. good one. That's very
2: Grown-up good. Grown-up whiskey. I loved that very much. That was uh, That was great. Let's if, try if you the want to try one. that
3: twelve, the only difference—I don't have that one, so I'm going to switch to a different one. But the only thing that you're going to experience differently is a different percentage of bourbon and sherry barrels. Ah. So all of all of these whiskeys you have in front of you are using barrels that used to have something else. Yeah, all. I love that, isn't it? Sherry and then yeah, and they, bourbon, yeah, and then other wine, other wines, port and Madeira, and right. Fortified wine. So, and, um, um, what? what uh, that's what you're drinking.
2: American whiskeys and bourbon. Why is that different? Why? why? Yeah,
3: so, well, I, I, so there I was a rule. either. There was a rule that got uh, a law that got passed, and very recently in world history, which is like 1900s, and it codified American whiskey prime categories had to use new oak. Which means they had to use barrels that are freshly made and have never held anything else. Oh wow! And that that was added in to the law by the lumber lobby.
2: <gasps> so th- so th- they wow. could make more barrels. That's cr- so they don't they don't get any flavor from the old barrels from the cherry sherry. Uh, no, they
3: and- yeah they can those they they don't use secondary casks. So they use, they get only what the raw charred barrel is providing, and that's. A lot of that American whiskey flavor is coming from New Oak. Right. And then, but then they empty it and they don't have a need for it. And Scotland said, Hey, I, I got an idea. Oh, <laughs> I got an idea of what we can do with that. Why so, don't you send us that used barrel because it's cheaper and uh, we'll put our stuff into it? And then and they so get the now, bourbon. <sighs> so now all of Scottish and Irish whiskey is a blend of bourbon barrels and Wine barrels, sherry, port, manure. So, bourbon will still sit in that barrel for 12, 15 years though? Very rarely. It's, I mean, the most of the releases you can get on a shelf are going to be uh, 10 or under. Because I remember something from on one
2: of your podcasts, and I think you were drinking a bourbon and it had a sort of, not a bitter, but it had an aftertaste, and you were saying how. Scotland or Ireland will leave that in the barrel for longer and it will get rid of that
3: yeah is that because we don't have of- time to get rid of that because the tannins and the wood take over ah. you guys have time because you have used barrels you can buy time we can't we can't do that because it's new oak and it's, the woods just get stronger and stronger you get a 15 20 year old bourbon and the wood notes just kick you in the mouth right. it's just
2: oak that's all you're getting yeah
3: yeah. And that's that's or it can be.
1: That yeah. law is still in place. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Right.
2: Hold
1: on. Let's um, have a sniff of this. Let's have one. a little, sniffy, this a of this little
3: sniffy of this.
2: Daniel, this is absolutely fascinating. Thank you for coming in. Yeah. It's really yeah. cool. Yeah.
3: And hey, a note for you on the 12, I want you to look for when you said you had a theater background, because I always pick this up in Sherry Cask whiskies. The Fog Machines.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <All> <laughs> that's a place, good one. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, the smoke machines that create the backstage smoke which is like an ever-present yeah. aura in all theaters. I'm right? Ma- maple. Maple
2: for Maple? That. That's
3: Yeah, great. absolutely. Yeah, maple. I have a
2: very delicate palate. Very. Oh, I know that. <laughs> I very
3: <laughs> you're very delicate.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, I see. So what was I I like, your very... like
3: that? I, li- I
1: like that. I might like that the most. It's quite smooth.
3: I'm going to drink this because I don't have that Abelor 12 because I went to get it to drink with you guys and it was empty. Um,
2: I don't know how that happened. Well, it was one of your friends, obviously. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But this is Balconus, which is a a distillery in Texas. Uh And they are making Scottish-style malt. Their whole approach is – I mean, they actually – even their fermenters and their stills came from Scotland. That's great. And um, so they're doing used oak on this release just like Scotland does. But uh, And they're using a Scottish barley, and I don't know about this one, but they also use a Scottish barley called Golden Promise. And, wow. uh, but it's aged in Texas. So even with this color, it's like three years old, which is, in Scotland, ju- just now whiskey. Right. Yeah. It has to be at least three. In America, it doesn't matter. It can be, it can be an oak for five minutes. Oh, really, and it's a whiskey? It's, it's considered whiskey.
2: That's, uh, um, that looks nice,
3: though. We have a note here from Johnny Clues
1: who says, uh, some of the flavors associated with classic laddie are things like fresh mint, lemon drops, fresh-cut wildflowers. What creates the flavors Ah. of something that clearly isn't in the whiskey? Where does that come from?
3: Uh, So the same chemical that is clearly mint and is in mint Is also present in other ways and other things. Mm. So, like, for example, there's a chemical called isoamyl acetate. Of course there is. You would know it as banana. Ah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So that chemical is in banana. That's what makes banana taste like banana. That chemical also shows up in grain yeast and grain yeast fermentations, right? Right. And if especially if done badly, it can dominate, and you get this whiskey that's vaguely banana
2: smelling mm. this, is, this right? is intriguing Daniel because my friend here to my right, Dominic Monahan
3: <laughs> oh, yeah yeah hey, he
2: just he he bought me a book <laughs> called, you're obsessed with this book this book i'm <laughs> I'm obsessed with is called "The Body" by Bill Bryson. Mm. And,
3: oh, uh Paul Bryson is a damn genius well,
2: have you read this book yeah. the body yeah when it oh, just yeah. goes through all the different parts of your body and I, w- yep. I was just reading about taste buds and chemicals yep. and how you taste different things and basically they don't yet know because it's it's yep. it's, it's it's one of the um uh, senses that they haven't looked Really closely at, but it's what you're yeah. talking about. It's basically same thing with the
3: nose. A yeah.
2: chemical, yeah, a chemical is in a banana, but it's in something else. So we just go banana,
3: but yeah. it's actually yeah, exactly. just a
2: chemical touching your um uh, taste. So bun. to
3: answer that question uh, exactly, notes uh, of that are replicate and overlap with other things you would recognize. They start showing up as early as. When you make the, the mash, which is like basically a porridge,
0: mm-hmm. you just
3: boil, not boil, as too hot, but you heat up the grain and extract all the sugars, right? There are already chemicals showing up there that will make it all the way through to the final product. And then you ferment it and the yeast production creates a whole other level of flavors, some of which won't make it through distillation and some of which do. And then you distill and based on your choices of distillation, some chemicals make it through and some don't. And then you age it and new chemicals get created because it's interacting with the wood and the other uh, finishes and new chemicals and flavors show up, right? So there's some things you'll taste in what we're drinking that were there and fermentation. Ooh. Wow. And there's, there are some chemicals that you'll taste that only showed up 10 years into aging.
1: Daniel, I like this one. I would say the... Abalur? is that the way to say it? Mm. Abalur? Yeah, yeah. I think it might be my favorite. It's got all right. It's got a smoothness to it that I appreciate, but also that. So you
3: like that sherry cask strong, mm. which is interesting because Dalwhinnie is not a strong sherry mm. cask distillery. Maybe my palate has changed. Have you ever Over tried? Uh, have you ever tried Deanston?
1: I've not. I'm not very good with whiskey.
3: Try. Uh, okay, get your hands of, on
1: Deanston 12. Uh, Deanston, you say? Deanston 12. Get your okay. hands on
3: that one. You, I think it might be up your
1: alley. Have you seen the film with Nail and I, Daniel? Yeah. I think that has a great correlation with sitting down and enjoying a whiskey because obviously both yeah. of those characters in the film are keen alcohol drinkers. And when you're <laughs> yeah, watching, yeah. when you're watching <laughs> people having a way drink, to put it. it's nice. It's nice <laughs> to kind of feel that tipsy feeling. Billy and I were talking about this the other day. <laughs> uh, I think. Two, oh, no, it wasn't Billy and I. It was someone else. But a couple of drinks nowadays, in my older days, two or three drinks of something <laughs> is great. A yeah. little tipsy. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. No, Tom yeah. Waits
3: said, uh, I don't want another drink. I just want that last one again.
2: Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. That's
3: it. I, I mean, to- I, know, I know. Actually, no, it wasn't Tom Waits. <laughs> I don't want another drink. I just want that last one again. That would have been. It was. It gave so me a nice satisfying like glow, just smoke. No, it was. It was um, Damn! How did I miss that one? It was one of Texas' great songwriters, James McMurtry.
1: Oh right, okay. Who so you,
3: you may not know, but you, you ever seen Lonesome Dove? Yeah, sure. The the uh, Robert Duvall the film, the yeah. TV series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his, his dad is Larry McMurtry, who wrote Lonesome Dove. Wow, what a book! And he's a songwriter in Texas, uh, he based on uh, living in Austin. But he wrote that line. I don't want another drink. I just want that last one again. Yeah. And, and, and damn, if I haven't, we haven't all felt that one.
2: Mm, yeah. <laughs> just that nice, and I think, you know, to be enjoyed responsibly, but yeah. whiskey gives you that lovely, it, it, like some people in Scotland don't drink whiskey because they think it gets them aggressive. And I think that's a, that's a known yeah. thing in Scotland, but I think that's just drinking too much. Yeah, getting drunk yeah. It. But whiskey Here's for me is that lovely... <laughs> sinking into your seat and just yeah. enjoying chat and just enjoying an evening maybe somebody brings yeah. a guitar you just kind of that lovely Someone, someone's lit a fire oh god you know oh, yeah you, 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 just
3: softens the edges you, yeah your, your host, it's like a it's like a Gaussian blur yeah yeah your
1: host your <laughs> yeah. host has said to you you take the comfy chair tonight no 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 are shows, you sure no no
2: have it have it
1: you yeah. have that you sit down yeah. maybe you're wearing your father's
2: clothes yeah and he said, "Would you like to smoke a pipe?" I would love to. And while I'm lighting this pipe, Tom, would you sing that song your grandfather used to sing? Yeah, Yeah.
1: dirty
2: right. bastard! No, you di- not that oh, you one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it,
1: I, Billy, Billy's totally right. I think whiskey is at the top of the chart of an alcoholic beverage to be enjoyed responsibly to make you feel a little cosy. Makes you feel cosy,
3: you know. Absolutely.
2: And it's it's complicated and it's wonderful and it's just a to sit with friends and open a good bottle of whiskey is just a lovely thing. Ah, so. yeah. Daniel, because yeah. Uh, I'm sure we've got a lot of people
1: listening to the podcast who are very much entry-level into whiskey. Right. What, would, what would you say would be, you know, if you're going to dip your foot into the water and introduce yourself to something that's going to help you wel- be welcomed into that world, where's a good place to start?
3: Uh, a bar. A bar. I know that sounds strange, but, but, uh, buying, committing to a bottle of whiskey is, is a real deal. Yeah. I mean, if you don't like it, that's money down the drain and like another 700 milliliters of spirit that you're like, what am I going to do with this? Yeah. Right. So one of the best things is to find not, and not like a let, no, nothing that advertises shots.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Just, like, find a bar with a reasonable whiskey selection, maybe 20 whiskeys minimum of any kind, right? And then just make a habit of going there. And and if if you ask right, they'll pour you tasting pours. They're not used to it, and they won't know how to charge it or ring it up. But if if you tip well and you're <laughs> kind, then you can say, look, I don't care how you charge me. I just only want you to pour me a half ounce of each thing that I request.
2: I yes. love it
3: because I want to try three things that'll add up to two ounces which is a double yeah I'll effectively have one double one double I'll have tried four things and I'll have learned something tonight. and and picked your favorite exactly <laughs> yeah and you it, you charge me however you want and don't you feel
2: I I feel that there's it's quite hard to find those bars in America maybe not in Texas but certainly in California, yeah. it, it's they much more. They advertise
3: themselves it's as whiskey bars. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's, it's Yo, difficult. Actually,
3: restaurants are a better bet yeah. because they have a gentler atmosphere.
2: Yeah. It's, it's hard to find just a bar where you could go in and speak to the barmen and, and get to know the yeah. whiskeys. But it's a, it's a No, and honestly,
3: thing. if it was beer, you would just send them to the library or, or to the office. Yeah.
2: You know, yeah.
3: In Santa Monica. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: Yeah, or somewhere like that where it's There's just beers like a is wall of a, Yeah, exactly, yeah. but
2: not so much whiskey. And in, in Scotland, the the old men in Scotland, uh, you, you might know this, always order a half and a half. They yeah. always order a half a beer and a half a whiskey because yeah. if they drink just whiskey, they get <laughs> drunk too fast. If they drink yeah. just beer, they don't get drunk at all. So they always yeah, drink, a- it's a half and a half.
3: When I was in Ireland, so I had a surgery. I can't drink carbonation, right? Because it just ruins me, right? But I love Guinness. So we're in Ireland, and I'm like, of course I'm gonna drink Guinness. I, I have to. Got to. So I we went to hang out with someone, and I said, I, "Can I take a half pint of Guinness?" And he said, "You know, we have a name for that. Uh, you don't have to ask for a half pint of Guinness. You can just order a blouse." blouse. <laughs> Is it really? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I love that. <laughs> like. Oh, okay.
2: I can't remember what friend told me this, but they went to Ireland and they said they went and ordered the Guinness and said, you know, uh, could I have a pint of Guinness, please? And they said, yeah, do you want a, a fast one or a slow one? He said, uh, <laughs> I'll take a slow one. He said, great. Do you want a fast one while you're waiting? <laughs> 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 oh, that was brilliant.
3: Welcome to Ireland. Right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, this has been brilliant. Yeah, this Daniel. is great, Daniel, and cheers. really fun. We'd brilliant, love to have yeah. you back on, and maybe we can maybe you can come back on and, and talk about some of the more kind of extensive world of whiskey. Obviously, yeah, I tell you what, next time let's do Texas. Oh, and I'll, yeah,
3: and I'll mail it to you because you won't ever be able to get it. But but all of the uh, all of the distillers making Texas whiskey are friends of mine. Great, because I'm a Texas whiskey maker.
2: Yeah, yes. and, so, and just before yeah. we go, just for my own thing, what what was your when you were doing music? What what were you a, a guitarist or a drummer or
3: I whatever they paid me to play? Oh, you play so everything. I, uh, my first instrument was drums. Right. Uh, my second instrument is rhythm guitar, electric or acoustic. Right. And then, if need be, I could fill in on bass and electric as needed, and and then uh, a lot of vocals. But most of my money came from drums and rhythm guitar.
2: Just touring around Gananti Studios. Yeah.
3: Brilliant. Yeah, studio. Mostly Nashville, LA, and California. and Yeah. Brilliant. Great, fun Yeah, nice. we'd love to have you
1: back on to talk about Texas whiskey. And also, there's, yeah. there's an amazing culture in Ireland with whiskey. There's
3: an amazing culture in Japan. Japanese oh, yeah. Japanese whiskey has been a very we modern could knock explosion, all of right? Um, and I got to thank you guys because uh, I told you made me like, cool to my two boys. Oh wow. There you go. That's so, what we
2: do. Yeah. We just make people My boys cool. are...
3: My boys are 14 and 11. And I've got two YouTube channels totaling almost a million subscribers, yeah. but they don't give a crap about that. <laughs> so, but, but I was like, hey, boys, I'm going to hang out with the dudes. We, we were just watching Lord of the Rings. And they were like, I'm going to hang out with those guys. Like two weeks from now, we're going to drink whiskey. And all of a sudden, I saw the light of respect yeah. in oh, their eyes. It. That's, that's like, what we were sudden, all about. Their dad is a real guy all of a sudden. That's great. <laughs>
1: well, this has been brilliant, Daniel. Oh, wait, we need to give it some scores. Oh, yeah, this, this is, been, yeah, well, we've got a score this. This is Billy and Dominic. Hey, no, 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 oh, okay, no. so Born. here's my
3: request. Yes. Right. Here's my request. I want you to rate it in arbitrary measures, and I'll mm-hmm. give you an example. Are you ready? Yeah. So I would give Bruklari, uh 14 out of 19 flannel shirts. Oh, right, and, okay. And and I would rate Abalur 134 out of 200 Audis.
1: Oh, all right, cool. Okay. We, can, we can do that. We br- we break our scores up into. Um, we
2: normally do, but I mean, we can we still need...
1: do it. We could just we could just give them
2: scores. So of... for taste.
1: So we do taste right, aesthetics and usefulness. Not
2: for all three though. We'll just do taste for this one. We'll do aesthetics for this one. Oh gosh! So and we're going <laughs> three more drinks. Usefulness? No, we just remember. Okay. Taste for this one, Dom, but marked in the way that Daniel would like. Taste for Brook Laddie. It was good, but
1: it's, I'm not. I wasn't feeling it as much as i below. I'm going to give it a. I'm going to give it a six point two out of ten. Lamborghini Contaches.
2: Well, oh, Lamborghini? Wow, all yeah. right. Wow, for me,
3: right.
2: I would give that 24 out of 28 for Edinburgh Streets. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I you felt, liked yeah, it? Yeah, well, it, it was like an Edinburgh Street drink for me. Love
3: that. Hey, right? you know, You're graded it at a certain level, but your category choice is already elevated. Yeah,
2: yeah, I see. Avalos Aesthetics, <laughs> the bottle, the color of the How it drink. looks we're doing here. This is how it looks. Done. How it looks. It's a beautiful. The bottle, the color, how it sits in the oh, glass. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful, Dom. Aberlour, look at that. Mm. Look at that label. I'm
1: gonna give. I mean, it's, a, it's a, That's a lovely bottle of whiskey. That's lovely. That I'm gonna give that a eight point eight out of ten Persian cats.
2: Persian cats. I love a Persian cat. Me, lovely. No. I'll give that. <laughs> that's lovely. That it is. It might be the best one. I feel the whiskey just touching me now. Oh, I'll give that twenty-six out of twenty-eight. Again? Did I do that last time? You did. Twenty-seven. Yeah. Drunk out of thirty. <laughs> sunrises.
3: <gasps> oh, hold on. And when you're done. You're going to have to show us where on the whiskey bottle the whiskey touched you. Oh,
2: yeah. Sunrises <laughs> in Lewis.
3: <laughs> Was that in Scotland? Oh. Yeah, it's on the west coast there. It's Ooh. beautiful.
2: You can surf there, Dom. Oh, I mean, just finishing a bottle of that as the sun comes up. What could be nicer? Me and oh. you, Dom. Oh, I love it. Get where wetsuits on and in
1: we go. Love it. And then finally, our final category is usefulness. We do usefulness. How useful is this in your life? How useful is this 12-year-old
2: bottle of Aberlure? So is that a
1: pragmat? Is that a pragmatic it's question? It's kind of... You, you can make your own decisions there, really.
2: Okay. Well, oh, wait a minute. We've we we never got Daniel's <clears throat> aesthetic. How does the Aberlure, this Aberlure, look to you?
3: Oh. We forgot again. Man, get I'm going to rate that pretty damn high as well. Yeah, it looks low. Like uh... <laughs> I'm going to rate it 13 out of 15 Meerschaum pipes.
2: <laughs> that's up there. That's it. I see sitting in the weather there with that pipe.
1: Now, usefulness. Obviously, after a long, yeah. stressful day's work, it's nice to have a little glass of whiskey. Just could, you, kind of, could
2: you put it in anything? Could you, could you add could you, it to, like, a it, shortbread do... and give it a little whiskey uh, I tang? I don't, don't know, could you? I don't know.
1: Could you, you, you could definitely put it in a little uh, hip flask and take oh, it into a concert with you.
2: <laughs> It'll save you some money. <laughs> um, That's an expensive It Warms you up by flask. the fire. It definitely is, Warms you up by the fire. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does what whiskey does. I mean, if you're sitting in your house and you said, Oh, eh. I, I, I need to eat something, this isn't going to help much, is it's it? It's not the most versatile no. of
1: things you've ever done. but
2: it does, like you said, no. it does the
1: job that it's supposed to. Be. I'm going to give it four hmm Out of nine ring
3: rates. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, that's fair. Yeah.
2: That's well, fair. I'm gonna say well, Daniel did say it it opens you up to conversation. Yeah. And, and and just just enjoying each other's company. Yeah. So I'll give that nine out of ten. Wow. Friends around the fire. Oh, that's
3: lovely. The- oh damn it. Come oh, on, Daniel, oh, give every us it. How oh. how useful is All it right, to you? So here's- so I value something that is beautiful because it's not practical. Ah, see. Right? And this is not practical. If, yeah. if you just, for practical purposes, yeah. I can get you a $20 bourbon. <laughs> right? <laughs> so if we're going, I'm going to approach this totally opposite. For pr- raw pragmatism. Right, okay. I'm going to give this three out of ten uh, dually pickup trucks. <laughs> I get like good. Okay, lovely. Nice. <laughs> well,
1: thank you, Dan. You're going to stay with us because you've picked an amazing song that you think is funky that oh, we're now going to rate. Yes. Funky for you. Yes. Funky for you. But that co- that concludes this amazing episode of Billion Don't Meet the World. And we're now going to reconvene. No. Over- we're just going to stay we're here. We're going to stay here. <laughs> and we're going to find out what song you think is funky. So do you want to cue it up for us, Daniel?
3: What is well, this song? So, so Foy Vance is an Irishman who is really a gospel, Southern gospel root singer. Sort of like Van Morrison, who should like, just really belonged in the American roots, but somehow was Irish. Okay. And uh, he brings this soul. But but there's that Irish folk history that and it's just that overlap is insane. And the song is called.
1: Hang on, I'm just scrolling to the know the
2: whiskey. Heading kicking, to page
3: three. I can pull it up for you. It's called I've got Signs it. The song life. is
2: called Signs of
1: Life. Yes,
3: indeed. Yeah.
2: Let's hear it, Travis. Come on, give us it through our ear holes.
1: Love it. It goes very, very well with the whiskey. This is this
2: is what Daniel's done there. It's whiskey music. He's chosen the right music. He's sitting yeah. there. The kids have gone to bed. He's sitting there himself with a glass of whiskey and he thought, what am I going to put on? I know what I'll put on. And there right. it is, Tom. Something
1: nice and kind of comfortable and homely. Something that you know even before you know it.
2: Yeah. It'll make you weep for a history you never
1: had. <laughs> for <Full> events. <laughs> So we rate it, Daniel, we rate it in a category of uh, Brahms to Prince. Brahms being not funky at all and Prince being, extreme, uh, Prince being extremely funky.
2: Maybe you could. Yeah. Do, would you like me to or <clears throat> would you like to um, rate it first? Please, you, you be my guest. Well, I'll tell you where I would rate that in the funk um, because I do think if I was sitting on a leather chair mm. drinking that nice glass of whiskey, what's that one called? I like that one. Brukladdy. Brooklyn. I was drinking that and I put that on. That would be absolutely perfect. Mm. So I'm going to give that. But would it be funky? It, it's funky for me in that moment. And it's funky in the way that Prince was <gasps> during the Parade album. That's funky. Oh, yes. I didn't even right? think about that. From the movie. <clears throat> yeah. What was, was the movie called Under the Cherry It was moon. like a heartbeat. Under the Cherry Moon. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so <laughs> good. <laughs> All right, so if you view Prince as a pulse... He's the funk Mm. meister. Then yes, I agree. Yeah, There
2: you go, that's an agreement.
3: Great, I was
2: going to say
1: early career Paul Young funk.
3: Oh, nice. Yeah,
2: pretty pretty funky too. I can give you that. I can give you that. Yeah. Well, that is a fantastic song. Thank you very much for that, Daniel. It's made me want to go and listen to one of his albums, actually. We will put that
1: particular (laughs) song by... Foy Vance on our Spotify uh, playlist, the Friendship Onion. Come follow us on the uh, Spotify playlist. There's a lot of pretenders, but there's only one official one. Daniel, it's been an absolute pleasure. I have to say, Slangiva. Slanjiva. It's nice to have you on, Daniel. We'll have you on again and we can get into American whiskey and the culture of ah. that
2: too. <laughs> or maybe not by that
3: face. <laughs> Texas. Let's get you
2: some Texas. Yeah,
3: Let's just Texas. purely Texas. I love Texas. Just purely Texas. All right, Let's sounds
2: good. Thank you very much for coming on. That Cheers, was wonderful.
3: Daniel. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Take care of yourself.
2: Thank you. Tom,
1: I love that. William, that was amazing. That's it. We're, we've run out of time. That, we've drunk enough whiskey, I think. Just <laughs> stop there, Tom. We've, we've gone so far into this whiskey experience and done so much time in it that we're actually going to stay here to say bye to you guys instead of moving back to our <laughs> normal studio. Well, that was fantastic. Listen, if you're an expert in something in particular and you want to come on the show and educate us and tell us all about it, please get in touch with us. That's uh, the TheFriendshipOponent at castmedia.com. That's cast with a K. Or you can leave any comments, questions, or concerns on our YouTube channel. Come follow us on Spotify. Rate, review, and subscribe to us because it
2: helps us make more episodes. Anything else? Uh, don't forget, you can get the merchandise at thefriendshiponionpodcast.com and uh, if there's anything you want on merch, like uh, Billy and Dom uh, Eat the World or a bottle of whiskey or whatever it is, or maybe the, the map of America as mm. a hand, just let us know. We'll make it. You can have it.
1: Brilliant. Fantastic. <laughs> we're going to we're gonna stop recording now, but we're going to start drinking more whiskey and we'll see you guys next week. I'll take that one home.
2: Toodles. Bye-bye